0: Hello everybody! Welcome back to episode 54 of Talk of Fan Podcast with your host, Kylie Mantendi. I'm so excited to have uh, Miss Utah County, Lindsay Larson. Thanks so much for calling, Lindsay.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so
0: excited. I'm so to have you on. So you are in the Miss America organization. What made you want to start doing pageants and competing for the title?
1: Yes, so when I was little, we at our rec center, we have this giant wall of photos of forever Miss Lehigh. So I'm a former Miss Lehigh, but when I was little, I used to go look at that wall of all of these incredible women. And I would look at them and see how beautiful they were. And I could just tell that they were so talented and well-spoken. And I wanted to be like those women, but I never thought I could just because I was super shy and really awkward. And Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up doing like pageants. And so I never really saw that for me in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, But as I was dancing at my dance studio, I had a couple of friends who were in the Miss America organization and I got to watch them compete and I got to watch them devote their life to service. Um, one of them, she would be practicing interview questions um, out in the lobby before we were waiting for class, and I was just so inspired by them and I looked, at, looked up to them so much. And once I saw that they could do it, I thought, hey, maybe I could try this and give this a shot. So that's when I started competing for Miss Lehigh, which is a local competition here in Utah. And I tried the first time and I got third runner up. I was a little disappointed. Of course, everybody wants to win. (laughs) Um, But but, um, that being third attendant was such an incredible opportunity. I learned so much. I got to really see what it was like to be a title holder behind the scenes. So I got to help out with a lot of the events, but I wasn't the main title holder, so I didn't have to do all of the work. That was such an incredible opportunity, and I, the next year, I continued to work even harder, and I ended up winning and becoming Miss Lehigh, and that was so amazing. I'm so grateful for that year, but I, because of COVID, I actually got to serve for two years, so I'm the longest reigning Miss Lehigh, which I'm I'm grateful for. Yeah, (laughs) so so and now I'm actually on that rec center wall. I have my own photo. And so being able to look back and see, imagine little Lindsay looking at that wall and to even think that if you told eight-year-old Lindsay that, hey, you will one day be on the Miss Lehigh Legacy wall, I don't think she would ever believe it, but it's so neat to be there.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Guys, you kind of support, you were such like a very kind of shy, awkward kid, I'm in the exact way. When I was a little girl, I was always a very kind of shy, independent, awkward little kid and stuff and like. I, I dealt with inside me my whole life, so I was kind of a little bit panicky, a little bit around people that I didn't really know, and I, I was, like, when I first started this thing, I was like, how is a shy girl supposed to do a podcast, or be in this type of industry, because, like, that's kind of not something a lot of people do, but, like, like, when you're in this industry, a lot of people are basically, like, shy, or kind of ner- like nervous, or have anxiety, and, like, I'm, like, okay, though, at least I'm not alone. That kind of has your shy anxiety, I'm not alone. Like, I, like, it kind of makes me, like, when I first started, I'm, like, okay, well, I feel like a loner. Like, I kind of figured I'm the only one that kind of has anxiety, that's shy, and, like, I'm not shy anymore, though, just FYI, though. But, like, I was <laughs> a little kid, I was like, a very shy girl, and, like, all my family and friends used to tell me kindly, you even go up and, like, Ask a waiter for something that like, you wouldn't ask anybody or anything. You always have to have your parents do it. Like you wouldn't do anything. I'm like, well, it's kind of my fault. I'm, like, oh, I'm shy. I don't like to talk to people.
1: I was the same way. I couldn't order food at a restaurant. So that's that's so neat. It's neat to see that opportunities like pageants or podcasts are able to help us grow and expand. And I think that's that's so neat. I mean, you're so well spoken. So that's incredible <laughs>
0: thank you so as you're kind of talking about anxiety and like all of, like shyness and all that like since you like speak in large crowds and stuff like that for the pageants, what is it like for you to handle all the shyness and anxiety for all the pageants and stuff like that
1: yeah at first it was really scary and it was really tricky i remember one of the first mock interviews that i had to do so in the miss america organization we compete in different areas of competition so we have an interview we do talent, onstage question, and then a red carpet. So in that interview, um, as we prepare and get ready for the competition, we have these mock interviews. They're like practice interviews. And I remember going into one and the judge asked, what does your bedroom look like? And that's like the easiest question in the world to answer because we all know what our bedrooms look like, but I had no idea how to answer it. I was just so extremely shy and getting over that was really, really hard, but I think it just took a lot of practice and so I'm so grateful to have done so many mock interviews and had so many opportunities to speak in front of large crowds to kind of get rid of those nerves. Um, it's, it's still not easy. I still get nervous. Like yeah, I just, totally. that, <laughs> I yeah, still get there.
0: Exactly. Like every time like I do like an interview or something, you're going to a podcast or someone else's podcast, talk I'm like, okay, I can't talk. Like, I'm this under respect. Like I know something like this right now. Like I'm not used to doing this.
1: I know, I get really sweaty. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: the same exact way. My hands always get like, a little sweaty. I'm starting, like to shake a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. But it always works out. It's always good. So yeah. I'm glad I've gotten over that a little more, <laughs> a little bit yeah. better than I was. Um, but I guess life is all about learning and growing. I'm still, still learning and growing from it. So yeah, yeah I'm glad I'm getting over it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you recently just started being a dance studio owner, what made you kind of want to open your
1: own dance studio? Yeah, so I teach at four different dance studios right now. And I've been a ballet teacher for about four, three or four years. And um, I kind of started my own studio out of my basement and just taking everything that I learned from all the studios I teach at and kind of applying it to my little home studio that I have. (laughs) So I'd eventually like to expand it and have like an actual facility and have my own space. Um, but right now it's really small, Um, but I'm so lucky to teach at these dance studios and learn from them and all that they do. I actually also started my own adaptive dance class, and um, I actually have a really fun story. So yesterday was, it's called the Pledge, Oh, what is it, Pledge to Include, and it's a thing with Special Olympics and Best Buddies, which are programs for individuals with disabilities, and so they were doing this big social media-wide campaign where you share about what it is that you want to improve with inclusion and helping bring more inclusion into your life. And I posted a video of my, a special Olympics dance class that I do. And I tagged Chris Pratt on Instagram and he ended up seeing it and he put it on his story. And that was a really neat opportunity to see celebrities like Chris Pratt, um, supporting inclusion and supporting and advocating for that. And I think it has, like, 370,000 views right now. So oh, I'm really wow. excited that I was able to share more about my, my adaptive dance class that I've done. So that's been a really neat thing to do with all of my dance training that I've had. Absolutely.
0: When did you post it? Yesterday?
1: Yeah, just yesterday. And it's, oh like, my blown God. up. <laughs> oh like,
0: did you post on, like, all social media?
1: Just on just on reels. Just on Instagram reels. Oh, really? He,
0: he saw it on Instagram? yeah oh my god that's amazing like I'm sure he's like a big celebrity like Post five size he has so many people that I tag him like, and, like this one type of reel can like change your whole life like my a huge celebrity
1: yes I know I was like so shocked I think I woke up my whole neighborhood last night <laughs> my scream! my excited scream! <laughs> yeah like I remember
0: like my idols Gina Davis and so like I remember like, I just remember her following me on Instagram, and I, like, remember, I was in the basement sitting down watching TV. I lo- I grabbed, it, put my phone up, and I immediately saw Gina Davis Institute started following you. I'm like, okay, well, it's probably a big account, don't worry. And then I looked on Instagram, this goes, sc- scroll on something, and then I, and it actually, it was her account. I remember running upstairs saying, she was just me. I was just like speechless and I, I think I woke up my whole neighborhood. And I just think the whole neighborhood could hear screaming <laughs> at the top of my lungs. I was like, oh my gosh, she not me. Oh my God. like, These are some little things that just
1: make you want to scream. <laughs> yes.
0: Just...
1: It's just so exciting. <laughs> yeah. I love it.
0: Yeah. So, do you have any one day you look up to as you do like pageants?
1: I have so many people that I look up to. Um, Somebody recently, well, so I've had the amazing opportunity to work alongside the Utah County commissioners and they're all, all three of them are so incredible. Um, But one of them, Commissioner Powers, Amelia Powers, she shared this really incredible story of how she grew up um, homeless in Utah County when she was younger and how she was able to overcome that. And now she has a family and she's a very successful female politician and that she is helping better Utah County. I think that's so empowering. Every time she speaks, she speaks with so much power. I mean, her last name's Powers, but (laughs) she just speaks with so much power and she's so eloquent and hearing her story is so inspiring. So I really like, look up to her a lot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So like, it's kind of like the thing, like you're trying to, her last name's Powers and then she's like, oh, I'm also Powers into myself. And just kind of let it all out and everything. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. So, like you recently kind of were, as you're kind of talking about Miss Utah County, you're recently crowned for it. What was kind of your reaction to win that title?
1: Oh, so much was, I was so excited. I was so, so grateful. So, I was a former Miss Lehigh. I think I, I mentioned that. And I was Miss Lehigh for two years. And I had the opportunity to go compete at Miss Utah. And I ended up getting second runner up. And I was so, so grateful for that. And after Miss Utah, I kind of wasn't sure what I wanted to do, um, but I realized that I wasn't done competing in a Miss America organization because I had done so much work with my social impact initiative and I really wasn't done. I wanted to continue the work that I had been doing and I wanted to see how far I could take it. And luckily I've been able to partner with the Utah County Health Department and do a lot with them and go and visit elementary schools. So I'm so grateful that I didn't stop that work. And also I've just grown so much as a person and I've developed so many incredible skills in such a short amount of time. I mean, I've only been involved in pageants or scholarship competitions for about like three or four-ish years. And so to see the growth that I've had from when I started to now is so amazing. So I knew I just wanted to continue seeing that growth.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what is some advice for younger generations that like to be in the pageants one
1: day? Yeah, this is kind of some advice I just give to anyone in general. Don't be afraid to ask for help. I think oftentimes we feel like we have to do everything on our own. And I remember growing up, I really struggled with math. I hated yeah, math. I was too. so bad at it. Me too.
0: Cool about Anything about math. Anything horrible.
1: It's the worst. Mm-hmm. Still not the best. Yeah. But I ended up having to go do this like after school program. And I remember feeling so dumb having to ask for extra help and having to be so far behind than everybody else. And now I'm so grateful that I did take the time to ask for help. And then I wasn't afraid to do that. And I think a lot of kids are oftentimes afraid to do that. And so don't be afraid if you are struggling with your mental health or if you're struggling with math or if there's something that you're struggling with, ask somebody, ask a friend, ask a family member, because they will show love and they will want to help you the best that they can.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm the person that hates asking for help. Like, I just, like, absolutely hate asking for help. And, like, whenever I need help with the podcast, like, I do all the editing stuff on my own so I'm the person that does every single thing and sometimes I think oh shoot this is too much how am I supposed to do this all in one day like how am I supposed to answer questions like editing doing the interview like how am I supposed to do all these kind of steps and it takes a long time to edit and do all these things I'm like oh shoot how am I supposed to do this like my sister's a pro at this and she's a mother of a one-year-old so I'm like I don't want to be bothering uh, like her like I was, like I'm a person that hates asking people for advice and everything so I'm like okay well I might as well do everything on my own and take as many things as possible into one specific thing or whatever I need to like I'm the person that basically handles too many things at once mm-hmm. and just like not really commit to it and so I am to really the person that I really hates asking for help and just kind of get really stressed and angry over it.
1: Oh man well you're doing amazing. I just have to tell you you're doing an incredible job like being able to balance all of that is amazing and running a successful podcast like that's incredible
0: thank you so much so as you as we're kind of two years into the pandemic how much do you think has changed with pageants since it all started
1: yeah i think a, a lot um i remember when i was miss lehigh i when i first won i was on a roll i was doing all of these amazing things and then COVID hit and All of a sudden I wasn't able to go into elementary schools and share my social impact initiative, which is about movement and getting kids moving. I wasn't able to do all of these big plans and ideas that I had anymore because we were all asked to stay inside and we were kind of unsure of what was going to happen with COVID. And so I remember being like, oh, this this is the worst. (laughs) Like I can't, it's hard to be a title holder. Like how am I supposed to do this? But I had to get really creative and innovative on new ways to get my social impact initiative out in the community. And I actually started making these like, I call them brain break videos, so like dance videos. And I would post them on social media and they did pretty well. And so I ended up sharing those with elementary schools across Utah County and getting those out and seeing the benefit of that. And that's actually something that I've continued to do as Miss Utah County. And I've partnered with the Utah County Health Department and I have these brain break videos that I made with them. And I share those with elementary schools throughout Utah County. So that wouldn't have been able to happen if I wouldn't have experienced the pandemic. So I'm really grateful that, I mean, lots of hardships. Yeah. <laughs> it was very hard time. I am still very grateful that there were some silver linings that came out of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like as, like the pandemic really kind of changed everyone in such a way, like no one knew like, who was gonna hit. Oh, people thought like, including me at that, oh, it's probably the last two weeks, like it's no big deal. It's like, oh, oh great, off school, that's great and everything like I just kind of thought oh well at least we get get to do nothing for like that time to kind of set free ourselves and do nothing and Mm -hmm. so it's like I was kind of like oh well, whatever like this is something that's not gonna last long so let's take it in while you have it and so then now like two years later like we're still in this pandemic and so like I if it wasn't for the pandemic I wouldn't have done this podcast at all because like if it's like because I literally started this podcast almost a year ago in April. So I'll be starting, like, it's since, like, the pandemic wouldn't really happened. if, it like, the podcast would happen if I didn't, like, the pandemic never happened. So there's, like, always pros and cons to the pandemic. Like, yes, mental health kind of took a toll on me a little bit. Looking 2020 into 2021, it took me very hard. And now in, like, the middle of 2021, 20, 2022, I'm like, okay, well, I have a little on my, my, my name like people, and a lot of people know me now nowadays like if it was like a six-year-old me, yeah, i would never picture myself doing this whole thing i kind of picture myself being still actually a very shy kind of quiet girl now i'm now having a podcast like so i it's like it's like a very different perspective like like you said like to think like your, your younger self was always a very kind of shy awkward girl to now being a being pageant like it's just two two different things that you never kind of pictured yourself doing
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's so true I'm you know the pandemic was there were a lot of horrible things that happened with it but I'm so so grateful because that's so neat we were able to pursue things that we're successful at and we're passionate about that's so neat
0: absolutely so I just want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast it was so good to speak with you you're amazing and I keep, keep doing your, what you're doing because you're doing amazing And this. You're, you're so successful, so, so cool and I really encourage you to keep going. And so, yeah, I wanted to speak soon. Thank you so much for coming on.
1: Thank you so, so much for having me. You are an inspiration. I'm so grateful to be Thank here. Thank you so
0: much. you Cynthia as well. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Of course. <laughs>